Welcome to the 81st episode of the Real Life Diabetes Podcast with today's guests, three leading insulin producing companies. If you're new to the show, welcome and thanks for stopping by. My name is Amber Kluwer and I'm the co-founder of the Diabetes Daily Grind and host of this, the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. I enjoy sharing my story and those of other people living their best life with this disease. This impromptu episode was created to hopefully set your mind at ease. As we are flooded with stories on social media concerning the fear of an insulin shortage or the disruption of diabetes supplies, I felt compelled to act and literally reached out to everybody I could think of to join this podcast. Even though many companies have issued statements reassuring people like myself living with type 1 that everything would be okay, I wanted to hear it from the company leaders and am thankful they agreed to this interview. I'm always transparent with my diapeeps and want you to know none of these companies compensated me or the DDG to produce this episode. It was genuinely created to provide you with resources to make sure your diabetes life is not disrupted. Please do not ration your insulin because there is help available and don't be afraid to ask if you need it. Please, I mean, I can't say that enough. Before we get started, I just have a a few quick announcements. During this uncertain time and with everyone being quarantined, (laughs) uh, I was supposed to be on the road interviewing people in person. I just want you to know I'm doing my best to release as many podcasts as possible and hope they bring a little joy into your life. If there is someone you would like me to interview, you know I'm a pretty serious, friendly stalker, please shoot me an email to amber at diabetesdailygrind.com. I'm willing to stalk anyone. Number two, Podcast 81 was brought to you by my new friends at Mirabalm, the first 100% natural, solvent-free, chemical-free, and pain-free medical adhesive remover on the market. Co-founders Michael and Sarah Fritz developed Mirabalm to solve the physically and emotionally challenging problem of removing insulin infusion sets and CGMs from their T1D son who struggles with sensitive skin. Turning to natural oils, they developed a formula that does not contain petroleum distillates, it's so hard to say, or harsh chemicals. Their motto is, our personal health journeys are challenging enough and you don't need to be weighed down by a skin injury. Let Mirabalm do the lifting. Yes, I will. Thank you for taking that over for me. (laughs) You can learn more about Mirabalm on the DDG homepage and in the show notes. Number three, Oklahoma diapeeps, as you to be expected, the May 12th Diabetes Awareness Day at the state capitol has been canceled. Future advocacy efforts are in the works, so stay informed by signing up for the newsletter. Number four, if you've been listening to the episodes I've put out this year, as of January, the Diabetes Daily Grind is in the process of shifting to a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization. As I said, this has been a long time coming, and I feel confident it's the best way for me to reach a larger audience while partnering with reputable organizations. Right now, it's all about teamwork. Number five, don't forget, this year I also launched the Real Life Diabetes mini podcast series, which is dedicated to offering a one-stop shop of brands, 
organizations, and services who share my mission to provide real support and resources for all people living with diabetes. You can check out the third episode on the website or on any podcast platform. And finally, don't forget to love, like, share, and comment on all of the social media platforms. And you could really make my day by leaving an iTunes review. A good review always lifts my spirits, lets me know you're listening, and helps keep the episodes coming. All right, let's get started. So welcome, Dr. Hobbs, to this impromptu um, mini podcast series. And if you'll please share your full name, your title, and what company you're with. Sure. Hi, Amber. This is Todd Hobbs, and I am the Chief Medical Officer for Nova Nordisk here in the U.S. So these are trying times, as we all know. And if you're on social media at any capacity, you see the absolute panic for people living with diabetes, not only with the fear of getting the virus, but also not having access to supplies. So if you can talk a little bit, my goal with this is just to kind of set everyone's mind at ease, hopefully, um, and to hear it from someone like yourself, who's, I'm going to say an expert on what we're looking um, at for Novo's insulin production. Sure thing. And, And obviously it is overwhelming for many individuals in the U.S. now and around the world. And in particular, like you mentioned, if you have diabetes and I think, uh, as you and I both know, I mean, I've had diabetes 31 years. I have a son. So, it, you know, it's it, uh, aside from my work responsibilities, you also worry about your family. And yeah. I know that many of the listeners, if not all, um, are worried about themselves with their family. So um, as a company, we've been carefully watching this. Obviously, we're a global company. So, you know, we have uh, we have employees and plants around the world. So. We've been watching this for for many months now, and and have been preparing as as best possible to ensure two things. One is our, uh, and these are both equally important: uh, our employee safety and pulling them out of these areas and out of the field, for instance, uh, for our field sales and medical teams here, uh, getting them away from harm. But then, uh, at the same time, doing everything we can to ensure the safe supply of, of many of the life-saving medicines we, we manufacture, obviously including insulin, probably the most important one. Um, and, and so we've been able to anticipate to some degree uh, this, this, um, this issue and, and ramping up manufacturing ahead of the time and, and making sure to move product uh, into the U.S. when we need to uh, and, and make sure that, that we maintain at least a you know a two month or more um, a two month or more supply of medications. Uh, obviously, for you know for diabetes, that's mostly insulin, but also our hemophilia patients right. uh, who depend on these medications. So um, we have uh, we, and we can we can assure you that that right now that it's, this is working and we're able to um, to continue to make make sure that our our warehouses and our uh, our facilities here in the U.S. are fully stocked and, and um, ready to to make sure that people can still get their um, their insulin and their medication. Okay, let me ask you, and this is, I mean, because I don't fully understand the production of of insulin and how quickly or how many bottles you guys put out a day. And I know that sounds very um, <laughs> let, uh, ignorant, but um, with people now trying to pull out three month supplies at a time, did you guys have to rev it up and produce more? Yeah, so that's uh, that's an interesting question because um, 
we that's the only latest thing that has um, has changed I guess uh, our uh, the pharmacy situation which is people going to their local pharmacies and and because of relaxed um, uh, prescribing and, and that um, there's been more need at the local pharmacy level to stock up but now we always maintain uh, ample supply um, for even the 90-day scripts and so again um, we're um, we're ready, and, and you know we did see a, obviously a little bit of a surge in the uh, the pharmacies and the forward uh, the forward um, uh, stores requesting uh, supply. But our warehouses and our um, our, uh, our our um, storage facilities are are amply supplied uh, for the marketplace. So um, yes, it's a long long answer, but. Uh, it has not changed anything, even with more people going to an early refill or a 90-day supply. Right on. Okay. Well, and so you know, the the whole we all know that there's this big movement right now with access and affordability when it comes to insulin in particular. Um, can you talk about any resources that Novo um, is currently providing for someone in need? Absolutely, and. and I'll, I'll give you the easy answer, which is that individuals can go right now to NovoCare.com or they can call 1-844-NOVO-4-ME, uh, so N-O-V-O-4 and then M-E, uh, and they can see all of our um, offerings. But the main two right now is that in, any individual can get a must supply of their uh, their insulin products for and, and also others for ninety nine dollars. So that that's an important um, an important uh, plan that, or important um, program that started in January and now um, obviously with this time is probably going to be very important for many individuals. Uh, and they can get if they need more than than uh, than the than the supply that's uh, that they can get with one coupon, they can get another coupon. So it's not there's no top limit to that. So individuals who may need or take higher doses, they're covered. And then uh, on top of that, if individuals um, are at any sort of risk of rationing their insulin, we you know absolutely don't want people to have to do that and, and even have to face that um, that risk. They can get a, a one-time free supply of a month supply of insulin um, during these times, and so all of this is outlined on NovoCare.com. And we, you know, we know they may have challenges getting in to see their doctor, for instance, or their HCP for samples. So mm-hmm. that's why these programs are in place, uh, and they would, you know, they they need to have obviously a prescription uh, for, for yeah. in, in place, but for Novo insulin. But then they can use this and go, go straight and get it from the pharmacy. And again, uh, $99 for that, um, the three vials or five pins, and then also the uh, one-time free prescription if needed. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, we've got to just try to get the word out there that you know, NovoCare.com has really got a, a lot of resources. It's not just standard, um, you know, like you see with a lot of companies, the patient assistance. This is the, the new programs. Uh, that are really relevant for those who may need insulin right now or uh, in the in the coming months. Well, I appreciate that. And so if you're listening and you are in need, all the resources are provided. I will also have those in the show notes, just in case you did not take that down. Um, I want to end on a kind of a positive or a funny note. So as 
someone with your t title, how much insulin do you currently have in your refrigerator? Um, the easy answer to that is I, I do a 90-day prescription through my uh, my plan, so um, I could I don't think I've counted the vials, but I you know I I have probably 60 days um, left in that, so um, and I'm not panicking or I think <laughs> again I uh, I want to reassure everyone that. Um, that you know you, you don't need to it's like toilet paper i know we don't need to hoard the toilet paper but that happens and you now we think insulin is probably far more important than toilet paper but we would hope you don't feel the need to hoard insulin either that um that it will be available we'll, we'll continue to, to supply the have ample supply and have the capacity for the market so um so we want to reassure you that it's there well, and I got to say that when everybody asks how I'm doing, because, you know, living with type 1 diabetes, and I also live alone, I'm like, I've got enough insulin for a year, and I've got enough Dexcom supplies. So I feel pretty good with the diabetes front. <laughs> um, and my final well, question. Well, can I say for my, um, for my, my eight, eight and a half year old twins yeah. and myself, I think we're, we're more, more worried about running out of milk and toilet paper than we are insulin That's That was going to be my final, my final question for you is um, with spending such a lot of time at home with the whole family, have you guys tried or are you doing anything new? Yeah, I mean, the company, uh, as many companies are, are really relying heavily on virtual meetings, virtual yeah. calls, um, everything. And, you know, it's, it's in this day and age, you realize there's a whole lot we can do if you're set up correctly right. uh, with the technology from your home. And um, obviously, it's it's not the same as, um, you know, we're in the middle of a launch for our oral GLP-1, it's not the same as being able to sit down and talk face-to-face -face with, the, with the HCP, but yet um, we, we'll, we'll work around it. And, and again, those things are, are not really on the back burner per se, but most importantly is keeping our, our uh, all of our employees safe and, and then making sure we protect the, um, the manufacturing plants and all the things we need to do to keep those running. And, and right now they're doing, doing a great job and, and they're going well. Have okay. Here's a little spin on that question. With your time at home, what are you doing with your kids? Are you guys well, doing I, anything I, new? I have a newfound respect for elementary school teachers. I will tell you that. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing we're trying to do is, is have some structure. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a, there's a ton of things uh, online, and we've just we've kind of taken one and modifying it and they like that. They know that, okay, from this time to this time, we're going to be doing some homework. Here's our, you know, our TV time or whatever. Then we're, you know, we're all going to go outside. And, you know, frankly, what I've found is, is I hope most of most people in America are going to sense this too, that we're growing closer because we're doing some, a lot more of these things together than yeah. we would have in a normal, in a normal situation. So yeah. it actually has some, some silver lining in that, you know, we're going on walks together and talking more and, you know, and, and I, you know, as you are, I, I can't really turn off social media and other things yeah. because it's a critical part of what I do every day. But yeah, I mean, I'm really trying to, um, to limit because it can just, if you go on and keep reading and looking at all the stories, it really can get overwhelming. So we try yeah. to limit that and, uh, and, um, really read or reading or playing board games, doing all those things. So. Well, um, I thank you again for taking time to be on the show. And again, this series has started because I want to set 
minds at ease and I want the people with di- living with diabetes just to, you know, we already have to so much stress. Let's not add to it. Let's just take care of each other. And with groups like you that are trying to doing your best to make sure that everyone has access, I applaud your efforts and, and thank you for that. Absolutely. And, and we, yeah, us along with uh, obviously individuals like yourself, but also JDRF and ADA have really got, got these, got everybody's back here. And Absolutely. They're hopeful. I think they're ahead of things and ready for uh, any, any scenario that can come at us. So I think um, that's the good news. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Hobbs and enjoy your time with your family. And um, that's it. All right. All right. Have a good one. Welcome, and please share your full name, your title, and the company that you represent. Sure. Um, my name is Michael Castagna. I'm the CEO of Mankind Corporation, the makers of Afreza, the only inhaled insulin on the market. Well, thank you for taking time, and I, I just want to say that we connected literally yesterday. I've reached out to all of the, the pharmaceutical companies in hopes that they will help set our minds at ease and speak truthfully about um, our fears right now of a disruption in supply. And so if you could just, Mike, share with us a little bit about um, what if what mankind is doing currently to make sure that everyone has a Frezza. Yeah, I mean, you know, think about, we make a Frezza here in the U.S. It's actually manufactured in Connecticut. Um, so, I think from an international, you know, when you have a supply chain that goes across the world, that's always concerning because of disruptions that could happen in shipping or air freight or just manufacturing as factories go down in, in the supply chain. Uh, fortunately for us, we always keep a nice safety stock of the key ingredients that we need, such as insulin, uh, the carrier molecule, the inhalers, the plastics uh, to make the cartridges. So we don't anticipate any supply disruptions. We see, you know, we always carry three to six months ahead of inventory so you know even if things uh, for whatever reason did shut down um, we would have a good safety stock uh, and, you know to carry us through whatever would happen but uh, at this point we are making uh, just to give you some example we are making a large batch as we speak it'll go into production next week we'll get that into packaging and that will you know give us a nice cushion through the end of the year god forbid something uh, the factory goes down or we can't afford a supply disruption for patients, obviously. Well, and I, because I have never, I mean, I've tried it, but I have never had a prescription for it. Um, and everybody's trying to stockpile right now so that they can be home for three months or whatever. It Are they able to do that with a Frezza as well? Yeah, so, you know, we, we've heard United Healthcare and CVS uh, start to encourage patients to do 90-day fills just to make sure people have adequate supplies. Uh, we've seen the volumes uh, increase over the last uh, week or two, uh, you know, reflecting that, that commitment to the payers. Uh, we have uh, programs to make sure people can get access to the product. Uh, and just to give you one example, uh, we shipped or we'll be shipping next week, you know, samples to each of our reps on the front lines. Uh, God forbid there is a supply disruption in the local market, whether it's the wholesale or the pharmacy, uh, that we will be able to meet with the doctor, get them a sample to get the patient continuity of care. So. 
Uh, so we, again, we're doing everything we can to make sure to minimize any fears patients may have. And really, you know, in times of crisis is when you show your true colors as a company and all of our employees are focused on making sure uh, and no one goes without. And so are you guys, I mean, and I know obviously the people that are producing, you know, in the factories, but um, or warehouse, are you sending your sales reps home? Are they all working? I guess they pretty much work remotely anyway, but are you encouraging that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, last uh, week we told our, our field force to expect to be working from home by midweek, which happened. Uh, we made sure we have all the contacts of our key customers. And uh, you know, so our field-based employees, our home office non-essential employees are all working from home. The only people in the company showing up, uh, you know, I'm the only person here in the headquarters and the uh, people in the factory who make a Fresa yeah. and well, as well as one of our pipeline products uh, and our R&D team are the only three functions really working these days. And we've tried to remove anybody who doesn't need to be at the factory just to risk, you know, minimize any risk of contamination at the factory level. Right. Um, that, that's the worst thing that could happen is uh, one person shows up to work, right? And, and yeah. uh, a manufacturing line, you need everybody functioning. Otherwise, the production doesn't work. Right. Well, and so, again, with going back to people stockpiling, and we all know that insulin in whatever form, is it's not cheap. So do you, does mankind... Um, have any programs, resources, or services for someone who may not be able to afford their supplies at this time? Yeah, there's, there's, there's many safety nets. One of the things, you know, I'm a pharmacist by training, so, you know, I always think about the patient and the amount of money they spend to take care of their health. And I never want someone to use the excuse they can't afford our product to not get on the product. So mm-hmm. we have many safety net programs. Uh, number one is, you know, we have a copay card for anybody with commercial insurance. They shouldn't pay more than $15 a month. Um, so that, that's, you know, 60, 70% of all patients in the U.S. are on commercial insurance. Uh, and so we see that they pay, they should be paying any more than 15 The secondary, we have a card that's a bridge program, that meaning if there's a PA required and the doctor doesn't get it done, again, they can walk away for a month's supply with $15. We then have a uh, reimbursement support center called Mankind Cares, and that model, there's also free drug for a Medicare or Medicaid or anyone that, again, doesn't use the other programs as a backstop. Um, we will provide free drug to those patients who need it uh, with a prescription from their doctor. And then the ultimate safety net for me is the cash program we launched last year where we said you know, we saw 60,000 patients paying more than $100, $200 a month for their insulin. Uh, and so we created a cash program that basically sells a box of a Fresa for $99 or $199, depending on which box you get. Um, and we just changed the restrictions in that program to where you can fill a three-month supply all at once. And so we tried to make insulin, you know, as cheap as $3 a day uh, is really our goal. We, we feel like the price of a Starbucks is probably a, a fair price for what people get um, for, for the outcome they get with their Fresa. You know, everybody wants that, that real control in the CGM that they see, and that we think it's important people have access to it. Well, and let me say, too, because, and I hope this is not the case, but just for the listeners who don't know that this is the first inhalable insulin, how long have you guys been on the market? So the product uh, was originally launched in 2015, and uh, we as mankind got it back in 16 and launched it in 17. So we've been promoting it for a little over three years this month. Um, and, and so we've had continued success. Uh, we got a you know field force out there across the major cities and markets. Uh, and so, yeah, we're excited. We're here for the long run. And I hope anyone that's not had the opportunity to try it, to really experience it, uh, it's really unique. Uh, 
opportunity to see something you, you've never seen on a CGM at the end of the day, especially. So yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, we're, we're excited as we keep seeing more and more people adopt it every every month and every year. So so it's, it's an exciting future for us. And I, I mean, this is not the point of this podcast, but it's exciting. There's so much advancements in technology, diabetes treatment, insulin pump therapy. I mean, it's as somebody who's had the disease for 37 years, um, it's nice to see that things are changing. And hopefully, it, well, it, obviously in our favor, um, for better quality of life, should we be no, able to I, afford I, it? <laughs> you're, you're right. I mean, I, I look, I've worked in a lot of different disease states across the industry, and, you know, there's nothing. Uh, diabetes was lacking innovation in my mind for a long time. And, you know, the last couple of years, I think with the adoption of CGM, you know, friends are coming out, some of the new pump technologies coming out. It's, it's, you know, I just tell people I want everyone to be in control. And if you're not at a level seven or below A1C, then try a new tool because you got enough out there now to really strive for, for that goal. And I know a lot of times people live with diabetes and be disappointed by some of the newer technologies, but it's now possible to get, you know, really good time and range and really good A1C control. Uh, and, and, you know, I hope everyone finds the solution that works best for their life. I think it's really important that find the right product that fits into your lifestyle. I totally agree. Well, um, is there a, an, an emergency phone number that you have off the top of your head? And if you don't, I can just include it in the show notes later. But um, so if anybody has questions or is fearful of not having supplies, is there someone they can actually speak to? Yes. Give me one second. Um, our customer experience center can be reached at 818-661. 5047. I'll just say that again, 818-661-5047. And they also have an email, which is guide, G-U-I-D-E, at mankindcorp.com. And man is M-A-N-N-K-I-N-D-C-O-R-P.com. So you can reach us via email or phone. Um, you know, we have remote capabilities, so all of our call center people are working from home. Uh, they do live with type 1 diabetes in some cases, so they, they also relate firsthand to what people are going through. Do you know off the top of your head how many people with, with type 1 work for mankind? Uh, I would guesstimate somewhere between 20 and 30 of our employees. Um, we, we, you know, we, we find uh, they really understand the product. They, it changes their life, and uh, they, they reach out to us and say, I want to come work here. You changed my life. And so uh, when we find that good fit, we, we, whether they're sales reps, managed care people, marketing, uh, customer experience, you know, we, we, we see them have a great fit into the culture. And uh, even summer internships, you know, we're trying to get those established over time so we can start bringing back more to the community of, of diabetes. So it's really the foundation of our company and our founder. And for those who don't know, you know, our man uh, is ultimately our founder who built the Medtronic Insulin Pump, which was known as Minimed back in the 90s. Um, so people talk about, you know, innovation and drug pricing. You know, I remind people, it took us 20 years to take injectable insulin and $2 billion to make it inhaled. And so that wasn't cheap or fast. Um, and, you know, people you know, say, is there data behind the product? Yes, we have over 5,000 patients studied, 65 trials. Uh, we've demonstrated the safety and efficacy of this product. So we're really staying behind it. We're really excited and continue to invest in innovation and transforming diabetes care. Well, I think that's a really good way of putting it, too, because, you know, everybody's like, we want more. We want better. Well, these things do take a very long time. And it, that's frustrating. But I understand at the same time, it's, you know, trying to make sure that it's safe 
for all of us. So is there anything you want to end with when it comes to, I mean, this, uh, this particular podcast episode about making sure people have stuff or do you have any words of positivity or reassurances, which I know sounds ridiculous, but yeah, just a couple things. Number one, um, sorry, my lights went out here. Uh, number one, you know, the, the pharmaceutical supply chain, uh, especially for insulin has been well established. I, I don't have any concerns that, me or other companies making insulin are going to run into supply disruptions. Uh, in the generics world, different story. They, they sometimes don't always um, have the right safety supply chain that I think a branded company does. And so I think whether it's Ostelili or Novo, I think you can rely on those companies to continue to supply. Uh, the, you know, in terms of innovation, we're excited about the future. I mean, I, I think as mankind, you know, one of the things that I'd love to do a podcast in the future with you, Amber, around you know, what is some of the data we've been generating, where yeah. we see the challenges in diabetes and how we continue to, to challenge ourselves to get better. I mean, that's just something on the side. And then in closing, I would just say, you know, when it comes to pricing of drugs, you know, we did launch uh, a website called insulinsavings.com. So you can go there and that's where our cash program is. And so if you know anyone struggling, you know, there, we do try to make sure it's affordable as best we can. And if they really just cannot afford it, we will give it away for free. Um, and, and so that, that's our goal is to make sure nobody, nobody goes without and that no one ever has an excuse that it's not covered or reimbursed to, to get it, to not get our products. So that, that to me is, I'll say a mandate for all is influence a life-saving drug and life-altering drug at the end of the day. And, and it's really important if people want access, they have it. So, well, and I think that's also a reminder to all, all people living with diabetes. When you have a problem, use the tools that are available that are, I mean, this is the reason for this podcast is it's don't be ashamed to ask for help. I mean, this is a time. And even if it's not in the crisis time that we're in right now, I mean, it, it it's okay to ask for help. <laughs> Period. Absolutely. It's a lonely world out there. And, um, you know, I, I'm always shocked at how many, I put together a lot of forums and I'm always surprised how many people live with diabetes have not met a network of other people. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's one of my goals this year is to help. Uh, connect and, and get out there more and get people out to meet other people. Uh, and just to give you an example, we have a person coming in on the ship uh, tomorrow. Um, they're hoping to dock in Hawaii, and he's on a Fresa, and he's like, can you help me get it? And, you know, we're working through the channels in, in Hawaii to make sure he gets his Fresa, yeah. um, depending on, you know, where they're running out. So, you know, we'll do anything we can to help our patients. And I, I jokingly said, if I have to get a helicopter to land on the ship to get him as a Fresa, I will. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we, we will figure out a solution when there's a problem, and that's really – uh, important, I think, as an industry and as, as a mankind company, we're here to support the patients and we exist because of the patients. So um, everything we do is, is really around making sure we help the people out there. Well, Mike, thank you so much for taking time to chat with me, like I said, in such a, in a quick fashion. And um, I will definitely be in touch and keep up all the good work and stay safe. Thank you. And thank you for getting the message out there on the supply chain. It's really important and people shouldn't worry. And uh, if I'm not worried, you guys shouldn't worry. So, so we'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good weekend. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.
How are you, Amber? <laughs> I'm good. So thank you for taking time to um, record this quick mini podcast episode about the current status of affairs when it comes to insulin. So let's start with your name, your title, and what company you work for. My name is Andy Bakari. I'm the senior director of our U.S. insulin franchise, and I work for Eli Lilly and Company. Well, again, thank you, because I know this is a very busy time for everyone. And the reason why I put this episode together is I have asked all insulin producers to please, uh, in hopes that it will, to please share the supply concerns that we're seeing everywhere, um, and in hopes that it will hopefully set minds at ease and let everyone know that people living with diabetes who are insulin dependent are going to be okay through this terrible time. So if you could please discuss a little bit about um, where Eli Lilly is when it comes to production. Recognize these are unprecedented times and people <laughs> are probably scared. Want to make sure that we reassure them in the integrity of our supply and make your listeners confident. So we've taken several measures. I'll share three of those today to ensure that we can continue to supply uh, everyone that needs our Lilly insulin. So the first thing is we had restricted travel uh, some weeks back just to ensure that our employees we're not inadvertently exposed as the pandemic grew. We've had our folks uh, locally uh, working from home and also internationally to ensure that we're just not spreading it across each other as well. Right. And then for essential personnel that are focused on our production of all of our medications, insulin specifically, we've taken extra measures as far as ensuring that as they come in and out, that they are screening for health and also asking questions around uh, what they've been doing. So we've taken what we feel are appropriate measures, and today we have no interruptions in our supply and have been able to uh, ensure and fulfill all of the orders that are coming our direction. And one of the questions I have for each of the companies that kind of arose today was with everybody trying to get, let's just say, a 90-day supply, and that's not you know, I don't usually take a 90-day supply at one time. Did you guys have to ramp up the number of, I'm going to say, vials that you're having to produce recently? Or did is it just business as normal? What? I would say not necessarily business as normal. I would say the heightened uh, um, vigilance that we have is uh, is a bit extra. Okay. So we always have, in the form of safety stock, ensuring that if there's surges in volumes, right. we can certainly fulfill that. That is no different, whether it's uh, a hurricane, a pandemic, or any other okay. uh, things that can happen. So what I, what I do know is that we are seeing some uh, slightly larger orders from some of our wholesaler partners, mm -hmm. uh, and we've been uh, able to fulfill what uh, they've asked for, and uh, we know that they're taking those precautions as well, because I think Corporately, so uh, folks are, are doing things that uh, ensure that they have their safe supply. Thank you for that. Well, can you also touch on, and I know that all of the companies have done a great job over the past couple of months when it comes to the insulin affordability and the whole movement there, that everybody, I would like to say, is doing their best to make sure that nobody's rationing um, or not having access to insulin, period. So can you share some programs or resources that Eli Lilly has put into place to make sure that everyone has what they need? I think in these times, the, the first and most important thing I can share is for anybody that's experiencing a challenge with their Lily insulin, uh, to ensure that they, we get them into our call center to get uh, a free one-month supply. Uh, and in particular, our Lily Diabetes Solution Center has been running for a couple of years. That number is 
1-833-808-1234. That's Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what that is, it's a very simple call. It's a very easy experience. Uh, there's not a lot of questions they get asked. It's healthcare professionals on the other end. Mm-hmm. And they'll ask them uh, about their specific situation. If they are indeed, uh, have lost their job, they're in need, and they don't have an immediate supply, we will get that taken care of very quickly. And then also turn the focus to how do we help them longer term. Right. Two of the other programs that we run. So, for example, this person that perhaps has lost their job, through our Lily Cares program, if they qualify, they can get free insulin for the year. And the qualification is anybody that makes 400% or below the federal poverty level. So for a family, that would be about $105,000. Or for an individual, that would be about $50,000. If they're at or below that, they can qualify for free insulin. We're delighted that 88% of the people that apply actually get their free insulin. So fantastic program. We do expect to see more people needing that. And then perhaps lastly, for those that are uh, have commercial insurance and no risk to their employment, uh, we have a program that caps their out-of-pocket costs at right around $100 uh, for their movie insulin. That's great. That is wonderful to hear. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share on behalf of Eli Lilly? Um, and I'm going to say any other resources or any other, I don't know, kind words right now while we're all trying to get through this? (laughs) I just appreciate this conversation, Amber. I think raising the awareness, um, the the most important thing we can do now, I think is two things. Allay anyone's fears that there is a disruption in insulin supply. Uh, Hopefully by now, I've been able to make them confident in this conversation. And then getting the word out to help people, directing them to our Diabetes Solution Center that 833-808-1234, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to drive as many people as we can there because we know they're hurting. Yeah. So whatever we can do, and I appreciate this conversation to get that word out. Well, and just so you know, and with all the companies, I'm putting logos, links, and everything. So all these resources will also be avail- available in the show notes should somebody not have a pen and, and write all these things down. So um, keep up the good work, and we appreciate everything that you're doing and trying to do. And hopefully this episode will help set some minds at ease and let everybody know that in this time of panic, we're all leaning on each other right now and big pharma or tech companies or just a you know a person like myself who's an advocate, as long as we work as a team, we're going to get through this. <laughs> Diabetes, stress and all, we're going to make it. Thank well, thank you so thank much you. for your thank time. Thank you, Amber. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Like Wilford Brimley keeps coming in 
Officer, I ain't been drinking. My blood sugar is low. Bolo some insulin just to get it all in, you know. I'm counting carbs and my calories burning. Prick her to the finger to deliver the prick. Wake up tomorrow and it starts again because. Check and see if your level is up or down. What'd you have for dinner? What'd you have for lunch? Did you have too many or not enough? Get all the levels to shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, cause I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive. One minor inconvenience. Little thing called diabetes is the daily grind and the daily grind and grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds because I'm alive. Yes, I'm alive. One minor inconvenience, a little thing called diabetes is the daily grind and the daily grind. Little thing called die.